welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing awesome today. Um, it is early, man. I came in here on a Saturday to bust this out, and uh, something else I want to share with you guys because um, not only is it something that I hear and see a lot of successful people talk about, um, but I believe it is the foundation to you being successful throughout your entire life, whether it's business, your family, uh, your health, any anything in life, Like I feel like this is the foundation. And so we're going to chat today and I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that last episode where me and Mitch were both on. Uh, we are going to continue those. Uh, and the next podcast, it'll be him and I again, um, diving deep into, um, basically the next level. Uh, but he is up North this weekend. And so I wanted to shoot this real quick and get it out to you guys. So if you are new to the episode, welcome. This is a podcast for home service business providers. Really, if you own a business at all that services customers, (laughs) which is everybody, um, there are going to be many, many things in this podcast that you can relate to and take and implement in your business to help you win. We are all about helping you grow and scale a more systemized home service home service company so you can make more money and have more freedom of your time. Okay. If you are a return guest, welcome back. Glad to have you. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, real quick, um, I'm going to plug our YouTube channel real quick because uh, we're putting out some really good videos. Like we just put out a video yesterday um, that was uh, talking about kind of how we how we begin to run our Facebook ads. And I think if you guys go watch it, you'll get a lot out of it and you'll realize like, well, holy crap, like maybe I'm doing it wrong or maybe this is why I need help or at least give you an idea of like, okay, this is what I'm up against. Like this is what I need to learn, right? So go to YouTube and if you search service industry coach, okay, service industry coach, our channel will pop up. We have hundreds of videos on there. Um, but I specifically want you guys to go and watch the one we posted yesterday, which would be on Friday. Um, and I think you'll get a lot out of it. You'll see that Mitch is whiteboarding out uh, kind of how we do things. And it's like, it's a quick video. I think it's like, I don't know, six or seven minutes long. Um, but you'll get a lot out of it, I believe. So go check it out. Service Industry Coach YouTube channel. All right. Enough plugging for me. You guys know I hate doing that for some reason. But um, today we're talking about what is it you're doing behind closed doors? Like what is it you're doing when nobody's watching? And I'm going to tell a story here in a minute. So stick around um, of the power of doing the right thing when nobody's watching and how it transformed a friend of ours life. Okay. Uh, So the very first time, like first off, what you do behind closed doors, what you do when nobody's watching, in my opinion, is like, it can go to so many different levels, like morally, right? Like uh, on a scale of, you know, how hard are you working when nobody's watching? Like all these people on YouTube and, and, you know, 
Instagram and they're really good at like posting their videos or posting like the photos of them, like quote unquote grinding. But what are they doing when the camera's not on? What are they doing when, when nobody's watching, like when they're not posting their stuff, like they're really good at talking a big game. But when you go and really dive into their life, like, would you trade places with that person? You know? And so I heard this guy, his name's Cameron Haynes. He's a, he's a professional bow hunter, right? He lives out in Oregon. And this is not the story by the way, but this is the, the first person I ever heard talk about this. And, and he, he does this thing where he calls it lift, run, shoot. And he does this every single day. Um, he's a ultra marathon runner. Like he, he does multiple races a year that are over 50 mile races. Um, he runs every single day. A lot of times runs 12 miles in the morning, 12 miles at night, right? He's just an animal when it comes to running. Then he does uh, his lifting, right? So he's in the gym, he's lifting. He just got his own gym and um, he's sponsored by Under Armour and all this stuff, right? And so uh, he does his running, he does his lifting, he does his shooting, shoots his bow every single day. And that's his lift, run, shoot program. And he's a really inspiring guy because like he's just an absolute animal when it comes to fitness and when it comes to discipline. And so these are the kind of guys I like to follow, right? And and I heard him say something. Oh, geez, it's been years now. I've been I've been following Cameron for years. Like I'm a bow hunter myself, so like what he does is really intriguing to me. But he he did like a quick uh, Instagram story one day and said something along the lines of, "Hey, at, like I'm at the grocery store right now, and look at this." And there was like three shopping carts around his truck, and and he quote unquote said something along along the lines of, "Like people are just blanking lazy." Like you can't even take care of your own effing shopping cart. You leave it out in the middle of the parking lot because you're too lazy to walk it to the corral, to walk it back to the front door, right? And and I always thought about that. Like, <clears throat> I'm like, he's right. Like I, like, I always put my shopping cart away because although, yeah, like some people would argue, well, that's why Walmart has, you know, people just strictly out getting shopping carts. Like that's their job is they get shit, right? But do you notice that there's corrals out in the parking lot? So it's your job to get it in the corrals, their job to get it out of that, right? However, some people are so freaking lazy, right, that they leave it out in the middle of the parking lot. And long story short, what he was saying was like, these people have no chance, right? If you're that person that leaves your shopping cart because you can't walk it 20 yards to the corral, like you're, you're done. If you can't accomplish a small task as simple as that, You'll never be able to be able to accomplish anything worthwhile. And that always stuck with me, right? And so, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I have left my shopping cart in the parking lot. Maybe it was raining or it's super snowy and cold, but I don't do it anymore because I heard him say that and there is no chance I'm going to leave that and drive away and be okay with knowing that I am, I'm just too lazy to do it, okay? So little things. What are you doing behind closed doors? What are you doing when nobody's watching in life, in business? Like, are you working as hard as you're talking about? Are you working as hard when all your employees are watching? Like after they go home? Are you working as hard after you post your YouTube video about your business or, or whatever the case is after the camera's off? I'd be curious to know. And so here's the story. And I think this is one of the most powerful stories I've ever heard. <clears throat> and uh, Mitch and I were lucky enough to 
develop a, a friendship with this guy last year at the gym. Jeez, maybe a year and a half ago now. His name's Les. That's all the information I'm going to give you because he's got a bunch of non-competes that he and, and a bunch of uh, contracts he had to sign um, basically after he sold his company that he wasn't really allowed to talk about it. But we've developed a good relationship with this guy. And, and here's how it started for one. Uh, Mitch and I were at the gym together. And it was weird. We normally would go like in the morning, right? Like early, like 6.30. And then this one day we went, it was like 11 or 11.30 in the morning, which is a, a really weird time for us. Like I, I never go to the gym at that time, but something had happened where we couldn't make it in the morning. We couldn't make it at night and we didn't want to skip. So we went during lunch. And so we get there and we're working out, right? And and this guy walks up to us and um, I, I forget, I said something to him, Uh basically, I don't know if it was a shirt or a hat he was wearing. I said, cool shirt, a cool hat. And we start talking and he's a, he's a talkative guy, man, just talking our ear off, but a nice dude, like a really, really nice dude. And, you know, he starts asking us like, Hey man, like, what do you guys do? Right? Like, he's like, you guys are killing in here. You're looking good. Like, keep it up. Like super encouraging guy. He's probably in his fifties. And, uh, long story short, we get chatting and, and he gives us his brief, brief story. And he's like, Hey man, how about this? Um, here's my number. Like you guys seem like good kids. Like you seem like you're hungry. You're you're going, you're going after what you want to do. I'm also an entrepreneur. Here's my number. Let's go get lunch sometime. And as you guys know, like, like I'm all about that, right? Like developing relationships with people that have done what you're trying to do that are in places where you're not right. I preach it all the time. And so sure enough, Texas guy, we go and we get lunch with him. He shares a story. Here's a story. He goes, you guys, when I was about 20 years old, I was walking through the mall with my mom and uh, he's like, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Like I wasn't going to school. I was working just kind of a dead end job, but I wasn't lazy. Like I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And we're walking through the mall and, and there's a piece of paper on the floor. And just naturally I see the piece of paper. I know it's not supposed to be there. So I pick it up. I throw it in the trash can. I keep walking. You know, just like nothing. Like I, I, I would do it a hundred times out of a hundred times. Like, right. Kind of go back to the shopping cart thing. Like, like he's the kind of guy he would just put the shopping cart away. Cause that's just what you're supposed to do. Right. And so he picks up the piece of paper, throws it away, walks away. And this lady walks up to him and says, Hey, um, can I ask you a question? He goes, sure. Uh, why did you pick up that piece of paper and throw it away? Like, I, I, I saw that you weren't the one that dropped it and left it there. Why did you pick it up and throw it away? He goes, well, I, I picked it up and threw it away because it wasn't supposed to be there and, and I was walking over it. So it just wasn't a big deal. I just picked it up and threw it away. Like, why? And she hands him a business card and she says, hey, I, I want to interview you. Can you give me a call next week and we'll bring you in for an interview? And he's like, um, oh, okay. Like, this is kind of weird. Like, have a good day. Bye. And like, that was it, right? And his mom goes, Les, you're, you're going to call that lady and you're going to go in and see what they offer and, and go in for an interview, right? Because at this time, he doesn't really have a good job. He doesn't really know what he wants to do in life. And so his mom's like, you're taking this interview, right? And so he calls and gets the interview set up, <clears throat> goes in there, interviews. And she says, listen, I came up to you because I sat there and I, I told myself that I was going to give a business card to the first person that picked that up and threw it away and offer them an interview. And I watched many, many people walk by that and just walk right over it. 
right? Some people looked at it, uh, you know, some people stepped on it, but you were the one that took the initiative and picked it up and threw it away. So long story short, goes through, this is what we're offering, okay? And it's, it's a great position for somebody his age just getting in, like making more money than he's ever made. Um, but this is what she tells him. She says, I'm looking for somebody to help me grow the business, okay? Now their business, what they did was uh, essentially they tested parts. So it could be, it could be uh, you know, a, a seat from Ferrari. It could be a certain bracket. It could be, um, you know, the sole of a, a Nike tennis shoe. And, and they beat the crap out of it until it breaks. And they have all these testing methods and, and make sure they're safe for people. And, and that's what this company did, right? So, so kind of cool. Like they got to work with some really cool brands, Ferrari and all these, these high-end companies. And so this was an opportunity he never thought he would have. And so he goes through and he, he begins working there. And, and, and just as, you know, his, his personality shows, he works super, super hard. He goes above and beyond. And he starts, he starts kind of recognizing he's working with all these people that have these really intense college degrees. And he's like the only one that doesn't, right? And so in his head, he's like, all right, I've got to outwork these people. And as the years, you know, a couple of years go on, he gets to know the owner and the lady who, who hired him, which, which was the CEO and and he starts to ask her questions like, hey, I see opportunity here. I see opportunity here. Like, what are your thoughts? And she's like, I, I love it. Just not sure how to execute on it. He says, no problem. I'll figure it out. If you just give me permission, I'll figure it out. And sure enough, he starts figuring things out. And and he tell I go, like, Les, like, like, how did you figure out, like, how to develop this piece of equipment to test this thing so then you could get into companies like Ferrari and Lamborghini and, and Mercedes and begin testing. He's like, well, Matt, I, I just typed in Google and, and like, like I started calling companies and asking them like, Hey, I, this is a piece of equipment I need. It doesn't exist. Do you guys think you can help me build this? And like, like he just simplified it so much. Like I just figured it out. Right. Long story short, years go by. Okay. Keep in mind he's in his mid fifties now. Um, and he sold a couple years ago, but long story short, this lady gives him a large chunk of the business because she realizes that this kid I hired years ago, he has taken our business to an entire new level, right? Like I gave him the reins and he ran with it, right? So, so imagine this guy now, you know, <clears throat> in his late thirties, he's now given a large portion of this business. Meanwhile, there's all these other people that have been there just as long as him. They all went and, and went into $200,000 worth of debt for an engineering degree and all this stuff. And he is the guy that is getting the freaking cake. Why? Because he outworked and he cared more than anybody there. Okay. So, so he takes this business from doing, they're doing millions of dollars, but into like hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay. And so long story short, I'm going to get ahead here is he works this job now for 30 some years. And the CEO who hired him, she's old. And she says, Les, I think it's about time we sell. And he's like, Ugh. like, I'm a little nervous, right? Like, this is my safety net. This is what I do. She And she's like, it's worth a lot more than you think. And they end up selling the business for $200 million. This is a true story, guys. This is somebody that lives in my town, okay? They sell the business for $200 million. Now, I don't know the exact amount he got, but it was a lot, okay? 
And it was all because he picked up a piece of paper at the mall. Let that sink in for a minute. Okay. Like putting the shopping cart back, like, yeah, I know I should do it, but it's not that important. Like picking the piece of paper up off the floor at the mall. I know it's not supposed to be there, but I didn't freaking drop it. So why should I have to pick it up and throw it away? You just never know who's watching. And when you have a work ethic that doesn't say, well, it wasn't me or that's not my job. You just do it because it needs to be done. Good things begin to happen. You start to land contracts. You should, you really can't explain how you landed, right? Like I don't really believe in karma, but it's kind of like that whole karma theory. Like you just do the right thing long enough and something massive is going to fall into your lap. And I wanted to share that story with you guys today because there's a lot of you guys out there that can talk the game. Like I talk to you every day. You guys call me and you know, oh yeah, like, like I have no problem spending money on AdWords and then it comes to pulling the trigger and you can't do it, right? Or you're posting the YouTube video about how you're killing it in business and then you call me two months later and, and tell me that you're dead slow. Well, what did you do? What activities were you, well, I wasn't doing much. Like a lot of people are good at talking the game, but the people I like are the ones that shut their freaking mouth and they just do it. Like they don't have to be all over the internet or making other people feel like they're accomplishing something. In fact, the majority of people I found that are winning aren't telling anybody. And just like Les, who picked up the piece of paper off the floor that got him the job that he should have never got because he wasn't qualified for, and then he worked his balls off, excuse my language, ladies, but worked hard as he possibly could, figured out things, created opportunity inside the company, grew inside the company, eventually became a part owner of the company, and then goes on to sell it for $200 million, all because he picked up a piece of paper. Now, how many pieces of paper had he picked up before that? I don't know the answer to that, but I would, I would guess it's a lot, right? And, and that's just an analogy, like, like picking up a piece of paper. Like how many things did he do that really he didn't need to do? Like it, it wasn't on him, but he did it because it needed to be done. I can tell you it was a lot because it's the kind of guy he is. He's the guy that walks around the gym and he cleans things when he sees that they're dirty, even though it's not his job. It's the cleaner's job right? Like I've literally seen him pick pieces of paper or towels off the ground and go and put them in a basket. Why? Because it just needs to be done and, and somebody needs to do it. Like we don't all need to be putting everything on everybody else. It's about time that we step up as entrepreneurs, as leaders and freaking take control of our life and do what needs to be done and quit making excuses for not doing it. Like, I don't care if you didn't drop the paper. I don't care if it's not your job. It's there, needs to be thrown away, throw it away. And we all get lazy. I get it, right? I'm sure Les has, has walked over pieces of paper in his life. But overall, like I can tell you that guy's character and that guy's personality, like he's just the guy that gets crap done because somebody needs to do it. And that's how you guys, that's how we all need to be. So I want to share that with you guys today, like go above and beyond, right? Like some of you guys right now, you know, are, are going to go service Mrs. Jones house on Monday. 
little old lady and you're washing her house and maybe she only paid for a house wash, but the two steps on her front porch are moldy. 99 out of 100 of you guys, 100 of you guys are going to leave it, but one of you guys are going to do it for free. And by doing that, that's going to go further than the entire house wash does. Okay. Because for a second you said, Hey, Mrs. Jones needs her front steps done. It's going to take me literally an extra five minutes. And I'm going to do it just out of, I'm, I'm thankful that she hired me. I'm thankful that she supports our business. And you know what? I don't know her, but I want to bless her a little bit. And so I'm going to pressure clean her two front steps. Instead of some of you guys like, well, we need to charge more for that, dude. That should be like an extra $50 at least. All right. But I'm just telling you guys, the things you guys do behind closed doors are what will dictate your success in the future. And so I just wanted to share the story with you because, man, like imagine me, like I go out to lunch with this guy, Mitch and I, and we sit down and that's what he tells us. I couldn't even hardly eat. I was like floored and it changed my life, right? Like I believe it was a God thing that we happened to go to the gym at 11 o'clock that morning instead of seven. Cause that's, he goes during the middle of the day every day. Right. And he happened to be working on the machine next to me and, and happened to strike a conversation and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, and then we sit down at lunch and that's the story he tells me. You think I'm not walking out of that meeting transformed, fired up, like, wow, like anything is possible. Anything, you guys. Some of you guys right now feel like you're not qualified. I got news for you. You're probably not, right? Like most of us probably are not qualified. But the people that will win are some of the people who are the least qualified. But the only reason they will win is because they are so hungry to figure it out. If you're not hungry to figure it out, you're not going to win. So I love you guys. Mitch and I will see you on the next episode. Have a good week. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.